0: Welcome to another episode of Your Brain On by Salience Learning. I'm Karen Foster. And
1: I'm Krista Gerhard.
0: And if you tuned in to our last episode, there we began the discussion around Krista's article published by L10 titled, Five Steps to Boosting the Impact and Strategic Value of Learning and Development.
1: That's right. We talked about building a bridge between your team and your business partners, and the importance of learning and development communicating the why for their recommendations, their decisions, and the designs of their learning
0: solutions. Today, we'll talk about the last three key steps.
1: You know, Karen, last time we talked about the importance of explaining the why behind the decisions and and the design choices that learning and development professionals make. Having that ability to explain the why really helps to empower your ability to execute on step three of being a strategic partner. And that's really that ability to respectfully challenge. Challenging without providing the why or challenging in a way that is disrespectful to others doesn't get you very far in building the bridges, right? But if we have that ability to connect the why, to your position or your thoughts behind a particular subject or, or decision being made, you have that ability to respectfully challenge your stakeholders. You know, Karen, I think there's a lot of opportunities that we see on a daily basis when it comes to design choices. Um, specifically working with matrix team partners where their background and their area of expertise is not learning and development. You know, their area of expertise is knowing the customer. Their area of expertise is uh, knowing the marketplace and being able to build resources and and content that will resonate. But their, their area of expertise is not learning and development. So oftentimes I think you can relate to this is that they come in with that curse of knowledge where they think they know things or because they've been deep, you know, knee deep in market research for a very scientific, you know, complex clinical and economic value prop, and they get it and therefore everyone else will get it and it shouldn't take much time. So that value prop is two hours on your agenda. Everybody should do it like this and we should be good to go. As a learning and development professional, that's an opportunity for us to respectfully challenge by providing the why. I th- I can think of many situations where that that's occurred, but Karen, maybe you could crystallize one for us today.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think the one situation that comes to mind was the one conversation of many, I would say, typifies many. Uh, but one in particular, where a, a senior market access executive, you know, had a vision of uh, a certain number of of hours dedicated to you know product and scientific. Medical, clinical, very heavy uh, data, and was kind of mapping it out at about six hours of of sort of didactic slide after slide presentation from the medical teams, and and not to say that that knowledge isn't 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 relevant or or valuable, but for the audience, right? We know from adult learning, you have to make things you know relevant at the time and take in the learner's perspective and prioritize their needs and. point of view. Uh, so what we did was, you know, come back and kind of respectfully challenge with the back support of the why of adult learning theory and cognitive science saying how that would be a bit of uh, cognitive overload and, and might lead to individuals not absorbing anything or less and thus the meeting being a, you know, not as as having a high of return on investment and really speaking that stakeholders language, uh, but also providing the, the expertise from the learning and development professionals uh, perspective. And what happened was the design we ended up putting forth and executing was a uh, kind of a modularized, you know, three hour, uh, one hour, three one hour rotations where the learners were able to digest, you know, very um, chunked and uh, uh, specific, relevant content, but manageable in three separate one-hour sessions, where they also had movement and regrouping with different uh, colleagues of theirs, and so uh, kind of leveraging both the the the, the cognitive uh, practice of of chunking knowledge as well as giving people some social exposures in in social psychological learning elements, and uh, it really shined, and that. That senior market access executive has become a huge proponent, um, and you know, so it turned out to be you know respectfully challenging, led to better outcomes and and better learning for the the the, the, the customer facing roles. So, um, but you know, I think the important point too is uh, just because you challenge doesn't mean you win. And look, there'll be certain things that just you know because of time and energy or resources. It, it's just impossible to, but don't ever give up. I think that's the that's the mantra and the motto that we have at salience in, in bringing the science of learning to the business of science is is change takes time and this type of approach and these types of suggestions that L and d can make as a true strategic partner, um, you know, it's going to be different for most uh, of the broader organization, and so just mm-hmm. you know manage that. Like you, like most of of those of us that have field facing experience did when we had a, a customer who said, "I'm never going to use your product," and you know, lo and behold, a year later they're you know big believers. That doesn't happen overnight; and it takes time. So just continually, uh, respectfully challenging as you go. So.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a great point and it, it leads nicely into step four where another key component of becoming that strategic partner, of being that strategic partner, is continuously communicating and aligning with your stakeholders. Uh, you made the comment, you know, change doesn't happen overnight and you may not have everyone buy in immediately to, to what you're um, trying to communicate and to what you're trying to uh, deliver. Uh, but with time and explanation and due diligence you have that ability to to almost create um, a following of, of of what you believe to be important for your learning and development organization and at salience we really believe it's about the adult learning principles about ensuring that we put that learner first in everything that we do and helping our stakeholders who may be very content focused um, or who may be very customer focused also, come on board that in between the content and the customer is a person, and that person is your learner population. And we need everybody to understand what it takes to help develop and evolve that learner, which is our customer-facing field teams. So we need that communication and that continuous alignment.
0: Yeah, and Chris, just as you were talking, it it's, so paints the picture of that sort of agile development process, right where. Um, as that learning and development professional to be strategic, you have to kind of be, uh, uh, you know, yoked, one would say, you know, tied together with your key stakeholders um, in the sense that, you know, you're close to them, especially in this day and age of as we started talking on the previous episode of COVID and uh, and some, um, you know, lack of clarity and, and, and unknowns, right. To stay really Mm -hmm. close and tight to, to what those day by day, sometimes within a day, uh, you know, changes and information flows can happen. And that takes a lot. It's a lot more than I think uh, L and D's previous experience was within an organization, Mm. but it really adds, it really benefits the learner, like you said, and then it also drives the strategic value. So, uh, Mm -hmm. giving the, um, ability to sort of you know, be part of of the the, the discussions along the way, um, and really that leads to key step five: delivering the project. Um, because you know it definitely. You know, we've all worked you know sort of long nights uh, towards the end of of project timelines. But if you're neck and neck sort of with someone along the way, you have that continuous communication. Uh, I know at Salient, our projects have definitely benefited in that we deliver a successful program that has you know. The whys incorporated, and we've incorporated perspectives, uh, but without you know too many time crunches, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm, definitely,
1: definitely. I think each each step is the key to to number five. Delivering that project with with success must first come by being the bridge, communicating the why, you know, communicating frequently and often, and ensuring there's alignment. Uh, these are all key things that really make a, a project successful. And honestly, you build relationships, you build partnerships. You don't just build a project; uh, you're building the team that goes that that's able to deliver those types of projects. So, um, great discussion, Karen.
0: Well, you know, for those the the people listening, you know, we're we're in the trenches often with with you in designing and developing. Um, materials and we understand how it feels and and want to just share our experiences in order to uh, to continue evolving the the strategic partnership of L&D.
1: Thanks for listening to Your Brain On by Salience Learning. Be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast listening app to stay up to date on the latest in learning and development. I'm Krista
0: Gerhard. I'm Karen Foster.
1: And we'll see you next time.